Hello, and welcome to the Victorious Living Christian Counseling Podcast, where Victorious Living is not only a dream, but a real possibility through Jesus Christ. My name is Crystal Ridlin, and I am a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Indiana, and I am a licensed professional counselor in the state of Texas. This podcast's purpose is so that you can find hope in your everyday life, that you can find victory in your life, in your relationships, in your job, and in everything that you do when we find the answers through God's Word, through the Holy Spirit, and through Jesus Christ. Never Lose Your Soul. That is the title of today's podcast. Today's podcast is a very important topic. And it's very important because it has to do with the very concept of what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a believer. When we accept Christ, we surrender our soul, our entire being into God's hands. And we say that we're going to live for him. We ask him to forgive us of our sins. We ask him to basically be the driver of our life and we surrender our will and our desires into his hands. He becomes the ruler of our life and that begins the trajectory of being a believer and a disciple in Christ. And so that's why this topic is so important today. Um, So even when we accept Christ as our Savior and our Lord, and we surrender our life to Him, that doesn't mean that life suddenly gets easy and that everything suddenly is just a piece of cake. In fact, in some ways, it gets harder because now we're not just living for ourselves. We are actually surrendered and desiring to do the will of God. So we become servants of God rather than just willy-nilly doing whatever we want to do in the moment. And so the topic came to me today as I was talking to a dear friend about a situation at her job where she was feeling kind of overwhelmed. And um, I was praying for her and getting ready this morning And this is when God revealed this topic to me of, I was praying and I thought to myself, I never want to lose my soul to anyone or anything. And I just started praying back and forth. And it's not that my friend lost her soul to the situation at her job, but the concept was that whatever was going on in her career at the time was creating a lack of peace in her life, a lack of joy, and was basically like all-encompassing. And I know that that theme, I've experienced it over and over and over again in my everyday life, in my job, in my career, 
as a mom, as a wife, um, as a friend, so often I can find myself being overwhelmed by situations and circumstances that happen in the world to a point that I have lost my ability to rest and to be at peace. And so that's where the topic came from today. And um, as I was like contemplating this topic for today, a song that I absolutely love came to my mind. And it's an older song. Many of you know it. Um, some of you may not. But it's um, Lose My Soul by Toby Mac. Um, if you haven't heard it or you haven't heard it in a long time, or even if you heard it just a few days ago, now's a good time after the podcast to re-listen and really listen to the words. Um, basically, the beginning he starts out with, Father God, I am clay in your hands. Help me to stay that way through all life's demands. Because they chip and they nag and they pull at me. And every little thing I make up my mind to be, like I'm going to be a daddy who's in the mix, and I'm going to be a husband who stays legit. And I pray that I'm an artist who rises above the road that is wide and filled with self-love. Everything that I see draws me, though it's only in you that I can truly see. That it's a feast for the eyes, a a low blow to purpose, and I'm a little kid at a three-ring circus. And then the, he goes into the chorus. I don't want to gain the whole world and lose my soul. Don't want to walk away. Let me hear the people say. Don't want to gain the whole world and lose my soul. I have always loved this song for so many reasons. But the most important reason is because not the it's amazing rapping song actually it was actually sort of hard for me really hard for me not to break out into song and try to be you know a a rapping star and sing the song to you and rap it uh it wouldn't have sounded good so i didn't but it was really hard to refrain um but that that even the the rhythm isn't the reason i love the song but the message I don't want to gain the whole world and everything in it and lose my soul. Over the past several months, I have been involved in a situation that has impacted our family. And I have sat back and I have watched the way godly people have responded in an ungodly manner. I have seen people who I thought loved Jesus and loved his people choosing their own comfort, their own jobs, their own self over doing God's will. And it has been a really difficult thing for me to witness. And at some points, it's sort of threatened my ability to even see um, that there are 
godly people because I've been so overwhelmed by observing this and experiencing it firsthand. But one thing through this process that I have been able to tell my friends, my husband, my children, is that every night when we go to bed, every single one of us, we have to live with the decisions that we made that day. In fact, we have to live in 20 years with the decisions that we're making right now. And when we're outside of God's will, there's no peace outside of God's will. There's guilt, there's shame, and there is an eating away at our spirit when we are outside of God's will. And you know what? Sometimes, in the moment, actually oftentimes, when we're going through something difficult, it's sometimes easier to not stay focused on God. It's easier to put our own comfort on a regular basis above what is right and what is true and what is good. Being in God's will almost all the time requires sacrifice. It's a sacrifice of ourself, but that's the very concept of being a believer, is sacrificing and constantly being under the umbrella of the Holy Spirit's guidance. Because he convicts our spirit and he has a perfect plan and a process for us to walk through things in life that will actually not be easier in the moment, but will lead us to true, ready for this, my favorite word, victory in Christ. And that, my friends, is our goal in life, is to have victory through Christ. And what we can't have is victory when we're outside of God's will. There's no such thing. Sometimes people look like they're successful, but oftentimes they're pretty miserable, right? And the reason is because there's no joy outside of God's will. If you think of the scripture where Jesus is coming to the woman at the well who's been so like trying to fill her empty soul with anything of the world, relationships, um, security, all these things that she's trying to like, she's empty and, and Jesus approaches her and he gives her exactly what she needs. He leads her to the living water. He didn't give her any money. He didn't give her anything that she had had in the past that fulfilled her. He simply saw her. He showed her compassion, love, grace, and mercy. And he spoke the truth that I can give you the living water where you will never thirst again. And so my, the message of today is that we are to never lose our soul for anything in this world. Never lose your soul, your peace of mind, for 
a relationship, a job, a certain level of security or stability that you think you have by not actually stepping out and doing God's will? What are the things that are threatening to steal your soul lately? What are the situations that are threatening your peace of mind? And maybe has there been a time recently where you knew what God was telling you to do and you knew that something that was going on was wrong and was outside of God's will and maybe somebody's life was hurt and broken but it was easier to maintain a level of if I don't know about it it can't hurt me if I pretend that I'm not involved I don't have to do anything if I stay on the outside even though I know that God's telling me that something is not right and you turn your head and look the other way Maybe something like that's gone on and you, and it's eating at your soul. And when you try to go to sleep at night, you just feel anxious and overwhelmed and a lack of peace. Friends, that's exactly what happens when we choose the world, which is ultimately our what we think is our personal comforts over Jesus and the will of God. Because being in God's will is the best place to be all the time, every time. And if we stay in God's will, it doesn't mean that we won't go through trials or hardships. It doesn't mean that he's not going to place us in situations that are going to scare us to oblivion. Trust me. I've been there many times. But it means that through that process of obedience and seeking God and staying close to Him that I find peace and security. Um, so another thing, I want you to just take a minute and I want you to think about what are the things in your life right now that's threatening your peace of mind? Is it a particular relationship? Is it a job that pays really well but just isn't bringing you joy because it's not the area of passion that God has put you in or placed you in? I know for me, sometimes stuff, too much stuff, too big of a house, cars, lots of stuff can threaten my joy. What about politics? Is politics or your stance on politics or how much you think about politics, how much you listen to politics, is that threatening your joy? And what about addiction? 
Maybe you're going through some kind of an addiction. And although it feels good on some level when you are eating too much or drinking too much or participating in activities and relationships that for a minute make you feel good, but as soon as you walk away, you feel that, ooh, why did I do that feeling? Anything that's outside of God's will for our lives is going to bring us a lack of peace. It's going to steal our joy. And it is stealing our soul on some level. The antidote to this is to look to God all the time. I've actually come across an uh, artist, a painting artist, named Vanessa Horabuena. Brina? Horabuena. I don't actually know how to say her last name. Um, Horabuena is her last name. You can look it up. It's H-O-R-A-B-U-E-N-A. And she has a website. And she has all these beautiful Christian paintings. And the one that I love the most right now is a picture of Jesus walking. So it only shows like the bottom half of his body walking and a little sheep walking right next to him and looking up at Jesus. And the title is The Sheep Looks to the Father. The sheep looks to the shepherd. And so, I love this because it reminds me and is a good comfort to me and a guide to what I should be doing every day of my life to remain true to who God created me to be. And to have peace and joy in my life. And that's to never take my eyes off of the shepherd. Never take my eyes off of Jesus. He is leading me and guiding me. And he's leading you and he's guiding you. And he has a plan for your life. That is like nothing you could have imagined. But the stipulation is. We have to stay in a right relationship with him we have to stay close to the father and that's why I love this painting you should look it up it's an amazing um, beautiful painting she has a lot of amazing artwork I just found out about her recently um, Luke nine twenty five says for what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and yet forfeits his soul or loses his soul. Different um, versions say different things. And then Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. That's a promise. 
that if we seek God, the way that this painting, I wish that you could see the painting, but it's a podcast, so you can't, but I wish you could see it. This little sheep, cute little sheep, just looking up at the father and walking right next to him. He's looking to the shepherd to know where to go and so that he's safe because as long as he's with the shepherd, he's safe because the shepherd is his protector. It's his comforter. It's his guider. It's the one who feeds him. It's the one he, he provides for him. And we are God's sheep. The key to having a victorious life is staying focused on the shepherd. Staying focused on Jesus and remaining close to him at all times. There is a lot of things that threaten, a lot of circumstances that threaten to steal that peace. And there's a lot of difficult things we're going to go through in life and Satan is going to be doing everything in his power during our vulnerable moments, our weak moments, to pull us away from Jesus. Because that's when we're not focused on Jesus, when we're not close to the shepherd and we start to wander away. That's when he has the most power over us. What circumstances in your life are threatening your ability to stay focused on Jesus? How is Satan, and this is something I really want you to spend some time thinking and praying about, how is Satan working to pull you away from your shepherd? Maybe unmanaged trauma? Maybe difficult situation at work? Unemployment? Some particularly difficult people in your life? And um, lately, when I go into um, any kind of like department store, I'm finding that my joy is threatened in those situations because it feels like our culture right now is in la-la land and it just feels different than it did even before COVID. And that is something that I am aware of that is threatening to steal my joy. And it could be something just like that, just some everyday situation that is just festering is just being annoying to our spirits and so that's something I want you to really be thinking about the other thing is um, losing our soul for things or people anything in this world it's not true it's not the truth and it's not who we really are. Sometimes I have um, clients come to me, adolescent clients, and sadly, all too often, I have grown adult clients come to me, and they are desperately trying with everything in them to please their parents. And pleasing our parents is a pretty noble thing, right? But sometimes... I have to help my clients 
focus on pleasing Jesus because they're losing themselves trying to win the approval of parents, family members, friends. And it's pulling them away from their true calling because they're more focused on pleasing the people around them than focusing on pleasing God who lives inside of us, who is our Savior, our Lord. One thing that a friend of mine, June Hunt, always says, and I've heard her speak many times, and um, she's actually told me this when I've had conversations with her before. Sometimes you have to say no to people so that you can say yes to God. She's a very wise woman. Sometimes you have to say no to people so that you can say yes to God. And learning to say no to people so you can say yes to God is a part of the healing that we do in therapy. It's a very um, common aspect of therapy that we work on in most cases is setting healthy boundaries and being able to to do God's work and not live to please people around you, which is Galatians 1.10, which is if I am trying to please man or people, then I can't really call myself a servant of Christ. So what happens is when we're living to for these other things in life, whether it's to earn more money or to get a bigger house or to be more successful in a job, and that becomes our focus, or to win the approval of people around us, to be popular, to be cool, to be famous, whatever it is, what we end up finding is we are not actually in our true self. There's no peace when we're not in our true self who God created us to be. We can't become who God creates us to be when we're not actively living in an intimate and close relationship with the Father. So then we then become, um, we then start living out of our false self. And the false self hinders us in our life. It holds us back. It, it keeps us from becoming successful in our careers and who God calls us to be. It steals our joy. It hurts our relationships because even if we're doing what people want rather than what God wants, we're living for those people. So we're not really living for our true self. And that is not ideal, is it? Because we want to be in our true self. That's what we all want to do. We all want to find peace and being who God created us to be. And so, um, there is a book that I'm reading, I'm almost finished with, by Luke Norsworthy called Befriending Monsters. And it's actually a really good book. I highly recommend you guys get it. But he talks about, um, in, in his book, The False Self, and he says, what I am 
calling armor is what Thomas Merton called the false self. Defining Merton's terms, Richard Rohr says, The false self is who you think you are. Your thinking does not make it true. Your false self is almost entirely a social construct to get you started on your life's journey. It's interesting. And then a little bit later, he says, The false self continues to earn degrees, high-level jobs, and no small amount of respect. But just as the best bank robbery is the one that no one ever knows happened, the most pernicious monster is the one that hacks into your identity without you ever knowing it exists. Your false self is just that monster. That is what happens when we're living for the world, but we're losing our soul. We begin, our focus is wrong, and we can't, we become stuck, and we can't move towards the calling that God has for us. And friends, there's no peace in that place. There's no victory in that place. And so what I want you to do is if you are in a situation where you can relate with this message and you're starting to question who you are or you're just realizing maybe I'm not where I want to be or I know that I'm not in a place where I'm actively living out my calling for God. I want you to begin a soul journey where every day you spend time with God. You're in His Word. You're staying close to the Father. That's the first step. And then I want you to find a godly Christian counselor like myself or um, there's you just type in Christian counselors and there are a lot of really good Christian counselors or a solid Christian biblical preaching counselor who can just help you walk through this a little bit or a biblical counselor or a wise Christian friend somebody that you've always looked up to and I want you to begin praying and asking God to help you to become your true self and to begin recognizing where we're looking for things in the world to fill us where only God is able to complete and to fulfill and to meet those needs. So that is today's message. And I, friends, never want to lose my soul for anything this world has to offer. No relationship, no job, no prestige, no material goods, no fame is ever enough to quench the thirst that only God is able to quench, to fulfill and none of these things in this world will 
ever lead us to a place where we feel joy and peace and contentment. That is only found through Jesus himself. So, thank you for listening to today's podcast. And I pray that this was a blessing to you. And I would love for you to share this message with your friends. Um, That's what the purpose of it is. Is in and through that what God is working through in my life and teaching me. I want to share that message with anyone that I could possibly share that message with because my heart and my mission in life is to help people find victory in their life. And so I would appreciate it if you shared the message. Like, subscribe, comment. I love seeing that people are actively engaged with the podcast and I love getting emails. Victorious Living Counseling at yahoo.com and um, you can also check out my website, victoriouslivingcounseling.com, right? Um, but I'd love to hear from you. So I hope you guys are enjoying your early part of your December. And um, until next time, have a great day. Bye.